Hello again to Let's Talk Ed with uh, illustrious uh, English uh, literature professor Kirby Lund and magnanimous communicator Christopher P. Ford with an E. Um, and, and this is Zahietal and this is Let's Talk Ed. Uh, this week we're talking about the decades of pushing for STEM at the expense of the liberal arts and humanities and what that has done to our society and, and, and how can we get back to evening the playing field. In this particular segment, we're going to be talking about uh, what does our society look like without the humanities? Do you have any thoughts, Kirby? Yeah, absolutely. If If we're trying to treat college education as advanced job training, and we're really pushing for STEM, that's great. So let's say I have a math major. They're only going to take math classes, and then they go home at the end of the day. Well, at the end of the day, are they going to go home and power down like a robot? No. Are they going to sit down and do equations? Maybe. But most people go home and play a video game. They read a book. They watch television. They watch movies. And now we're not talking about math anymore. Yes, there's a certain component of math to some of these things, but it takes arts and humanities folks to deliver on a lot of the stuff that we that we consume a lot of the, the literature, the content that we consume after we're done at the end of our STEM day. Yeah, I, you know, just to sort of expand on that a little bit more. So, uh, you know, you look at some of the the big events that happen in pop culture, for example, you know, like you look at a, a big concert tour. So, you know, you, you have the big Taylor Swift tour and yes, that is about entertainment. And absolutely. Is that about, you know, things like that? Yes. At the same time, there are other components to that too. Like there, there is, uh, the, the science and the engineering that goes into putting together the stage that can be put up and torn down in short amounts of time and, and transported with all of these lighting and effects and all of that. Uh, but you also have the, the marketing people that are going out there and, and promoting all of this and making it, you know, something desirable. And with kind of everything that, that we have, you're, you're seeing things from both sides of this. So, uh, you know, you do have the psychology of why a restaurant works, for example. You have the science behind, uh, you know, why things are doing things, you know, why that, that menu item is selling as well as, as it is. You have the math component that you're determining the margins on that. So, you know, it's important to have both. Uh, and, you know, of course, the reality, and we, we've talked about this off air, is politicians have, have done a lot to malign the humanities over the years. And for so many politicians, it's a black and white world. And it can be really easy to pick on some of the things in the humanities because we, we sometimes do run into, you know, some very specific, 
you know, oh, I was a 17th century Baroque opera major or, or something like that, where when you hear that, the first thought that comes to a lot of people's minds is, what are you going to do with that? Uh, you know, you hear about people taking underwater basket weaving. Well, what's the point of that? And, you know, you find really ludicrous examples, whereas, you know, again, okay, I, I took a class on quantum, you know, quantum string theory, something, you know, some sort of advanced physics thing. Well, that's great. Uh, I'm not doing that every day. Uh, so, you know, you, you find all of these examples and, you know, just, just my own personal examples. So I was a communication major and I was a, a geography minor and I, I had a particular interest in meteorology. So I did some independent study work within meteorology. Am I using meteorology every day? No. Uh, but do I enjoy looking up at the sky sometimes and, recognizing certain clouds and thinking, hmm, it's going to rain here in the next day or, or things like that without having to listen to somebody, you know, on TV or go to a weather app and, and look at that forecast. Kirby, how, how do you think we in, in two-year colleges across the nation, as well as folks in, in uh, K-12, how do you think we can help reframe the conversation and show the importance of a well-balanced society and community to a thriving uh, U.S. or any uh, country in the world? I, I think that the, the big component that's missing here is, is maybe the benefit of of the humanities. Now to, to bounce off Chris's example, I wrote a master's thesis on 14th century middle English dream visions. And do you think that I talk about 14th century middle English dream visions on the daily? If I'm lucky, yes. I mean, in, in a perfect world, yeah, I'd get to talk about that all the time because I think it's really interesting, but It isn't necessarily the only thing that I can talk about. It isn't the only thing that I'm interested in. It's not the only thing that I've studied. I've studied any number of topics, including arts and humanities, including STEM topics, so that I can go out into the world, I can appreciate differing viewpoints, and I can connect with people and communicate with people. I think one of the big things that that people miss here is is maybe seeing the benefits of what the arts and humanities can do as opposed to STEM fields, because we look at STEM fields and yes, I, I could write about 14th century Middle English dream visions and people look at it and say, well, okay, well, what are you going to do with that? Just like Chris said, what are you what are you going to do with that that's going to be helpful in society today? as opposed to a STEM major who might be researching the efficiency of antennas. So that has a tangible benefit that we can, we can clearly see. Okay, if you improve the efficiency of this antenna, then 
we can use it in all these other applications as well. Whereas 14th century Middle English dream visions, what is the tangible benefit there? So I, I think that's what people miss is there, there are benefits to studying arts and humanities, even if it isn't something that you can hold in your hand. Chris, yeah, and where do you stand on this? So let, let me kind of tell my own story here. When I went to college, I probably was a little bit in the camp that I was more interested in studying what I wanted to do for my career. I knew at that point and I wanted to be very, you know, very in tune with everything in communications. And I started my career as a reporter and I quickly realized the value of that liberal arts education that I got. Because as a reporter, I was exposed to so many different kinds of stories that if I would have only known how to run a soundboard or only known how to set up to do a, a remote somewhere or, or something like that, I would have struggled to understand what, what I was even trying to report on. And, you know, it, it also helped a lot with curiosity. Now, I've always been a naturally curious person, but... It, I learned the importance of asking questions for understanding. And as a reporter, that is absolutely an invaluable trait to have. So I quickly became a convert on the importance of having this, this well-rounded background that, yes, I, I did take some STEM-related classes in college, uh, but... My, my education was heavily based on the humanities, I would say, and I don't think that I would be where I am today, uh, both career-wise and, you know, as a community leader and things like that, without all of that well-rounded background that I got in college. Well, folks, this week we uh, dove into the existential question of the importance of STEM and the importance of humanities and the importance of liberal arts to a better society, to a competitive society, and to a society that would help all of us rise together. This conversation was uh, with Kirby Lund and my partner in crime, Chris Ford. We hope to see you here next time on Let's Talk Ed. But in the meantime, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to smash that uh, bell and leave us a comment. We'll see you next week here on Let's Talk Ed.